This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, you've tuned into The Property Show, the show all about everything property-related, and I'm Chong Jen Sun. Today, we're looking at how to spruce up your property for rental and sale. The property market in Malaysia is still challenging, especially with the slowing economy and the 100 basis points increase in the OPR by Bank Negara Malaysia last year. The thinning expatriate market and rising supply, especially in the high-rise space, are also concerns. Enter the makeover guys which pioneered smart interiors, a strategic cost effective method of furnishing that increases rental value and enables tenants to live in better homes. Joining me to discuss this is Gavin Liu, founder of Makeover Guys. Gavin, can you give our listeners some history, how this business started? What was the aha moment for you? Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Gavin from the Makeover Guys. So, how did it start? Uh? I started investing in properties, I think, I think back in 2010. You know, what was supposed to be a very enjoyable process, you know, upon receiving your keys, turned out to be really really dreadful, right? Uh, because you realise there's so many things to do. So, that was the aha moment. And we felt that hey, um, the options at the market that time, you know, weren't built for property investors. You know, it was built for own stay, it was built for, for homeowners, but not property investors. And I was at a point where, you know, I wanted to switch careers. And we felt that this could be it. Why not just try something? And we started really small with a three-man team and, and, and it just grew from there. How did your business scale up so quickly then? I I think it has a lot to do with the unique uh, positioning we have and, and we are very, very blessed that when we started uh, we had a lot of support from, from customers they're willing they, they like what we had to offer they're willing to give us a chance and as we continued to do good work uh, the demand came in referrals came in and, and we just kept growing from there I noticed in your website as well that you cite the go-to person for all things property is Faizo Rizwan who owns Far Capital how involved is he in the business? We started together but today he he, he exited a couple of years ago to focus on Far Capital. Previously, I was involved in Far Capital as well, but, but you, know, you know, we decided that we really needed to focus. What is the shareholding structure of the company then now? Currently, currently it's uh, just me and my partner, Vince, just two of us. I see. All right. So since inception, how has the business really involved, evolved and what has changed in terms of your strategies? Uh, so when we first started, you know, our mission statement was very clear, you know, to help property investors increase their value through smart interiors. And today, uh, I think it's a lot more than that. Uh, today, we're talking about enabling people to enjoy better homes. And enabling means, you know, making it more accessible, more affordable, make the process more enjoyable. And better homes definitely mean better designs, safer homes, more practical homes. What was COVID-19 like for your business? How do you manage to pivot and re-strategize? Well, it was very scary. <laughs> in 2020, the first MCO came, I was really worried, right? Because never in my life have I experienced such a situation where, where things were really put on a complete halt, especially in the renovation business. But I'm very blessed to have great people on the team. Uh, we did a lot of brainstorms. Uh, they came up with brilliant ideas on how to sail through 
tough times and, and a lot of their ideas really worked and, and we managed to sail through. La. So can you give us give our listeners some idea in terms of how much the business, the volume dropped by during COVID? Okay, so basically, I think for 2020, we only had seven months, right? Uh, eight, seven to eight months to work. But I'm very thankful that despite the limited time, we still managed a slight growth over 2019. And the same was for 2021. Uh, 2021, I think we only had seven months to work. Five months was, you know, out of bounds. And in that seven months, we still managed to close slightly above 2021. So uh, 2020. So so to me, I thought I was I was really proud of the team for being able to do that. What were some of the proposals you mentioned earlier? The, some of the ideas from your team members? What did they really propose that actually made a difference to the business? What really made the difference was something we called the winning pass, where we sold future projects, right? Mm-hmm. So so for, for just a small fee, um, you know, for 5,500, uh, 4, you get $6,000 worth of uh, makeover you can knock off. And on top of that, you get a lot of things like two years warranty. I think we are the only ones who dare to give a two-year warranty for interiors, right? That covers everything from, from all papers to everything. On top of that, we have free defect checks. We have a lot of value added and, and it was great value. And in that two years, uh, we sold in just the last three months of the lockdown, especially in 2021, in, in the short time when everyone was stuck at home, we actually managed to sell over 200 work makeovers during that time. So, so I was really proud and, and that made all the difference in our cash flow and our sustenance. I, I take it all these incentives have been discontinued? Uh, it has been discontinued and um, most have been fulfilled already by now. Alright, Gavin, like all successful businesses, this will be followed by more competition. How competitive is this industry now? How competitive? I think I think, I think competition is all about options, right? So if you're talking about on, on the broader picture, of course, customers still have the option whether they want a full suite ID to design or they want to DIY or they want to have contractors, tip, uh, conventional contractors do it at home. The market is, is is huge. And in our industry, scaling scaling this industry is not easy at all. So everyone will be have everyone will be limited by capacity. There will be a capacity issue. As for how competitive it is, uh, I think I think we have inspired a lot of players to come on board to offer the same segment, to target the same segment on price positioning. Uh, but I think there is room for more. Uh, more of us need to champion better ways for the renovation industry. You spoke on a capacity issue. Can this be solved by employing more people? How easy is it to actually uh, employ more people now? It's okay, but still has its challenges. But employing people may not be the only way. So so for us, what we did was, I think in 2019, uh, we, we, we had a digital transformation. We felt that you know technology and automation is the way to go uh, if we want to scale this business. And I, I'm really proud that today, uh, with the tech that we have supporting our processes, uh, we're able to, our capacity is around 100 makeovers per month. Uh, that's that's three handovers every single day uh, and there's still room to grow with more automation involved. On average, how much does this 100 makeovers a month translate in terms of sales? 5 mil a month yeah. in terms of sales. So I take it your yearly uh, revenue would be north of 60 million. Quite impressive. According to your website, the taglines are budget-friendly makeovers, boasting savings of 70%, 30-day delivery and 99% of properties are rented out at top-tier rate. This seems a bit too good to be true, especially in a property market like this. I mean, surely there has to be some catch. Well, okay, so let's talk about, I think there are a few parts to this, right? Let's talk about rental rates first. I believe that today lifestyles have changed, right? Tenants, tenants today are by choice. It's not, it's not, it's not because, you know, they, they don't, they can't afford to buy a home. They don't want to buy a home, especially with the younger generation, you know, they, they want freedom, 
freedom, they want lifestyle, tenants is by choice. And and they appreciate, and I believe there are a lot of people who appreciate good design and are willing to pay for, for good design. So traditionally, uh, our properties have been, you know, has always been the top 20% bracket in terms of the rental rates uh, of any property. So of course, if like due to the MCO, rental rates, you know, for certain segments have been dropping, ours will follow suit. But it is still at the top 20% uh, top rates available at the market that time. But some tenants don't want the property to be furnished. Uh, I've encountered tenants that actually, I mean, they do appreciate that your apartment is clean, you know, it has quite good built-ins, but they don't want the furniture. How do you address a market like this? I think there are plenty of options out there. In, in fact, if you look at the supply, I think there are more properties out there that suit their needs than they are designer <laughs> units. Yeah. I noticed you have different teams in terms of your interior design. Sienna Sunday, First Shades of Chris and Leonardo in Love. Is this business all about scale in terms of sourcing of furniture and fitting? Who are your suppliers? Uh, we have a lot of collaborators and partners actually. So for example, uh, the three teams you, you mentioned is actually an exclusive collaboration with Huga. So Huga is the, the home um, home home decorative items brand. They see in all the malls. Yes, I've been there. Uh, yeah, I love Huga products. Uh, in, in fact, in we actually have a pop-up store right in front of Huga's flagship Mid-Valley. Uh, so we actually have physical presence in Mid-Valley. Huga across the makeover, guys. So that's that's one of our big collaborators. And in terms of the other parts, so for example, for paintings, uh, we work with Akemi. So Akemi has been around for a long time and they've been known for their quality. Um, when it comes to curtains, uh, we work with Akemi Uchi. Uh, when it comes to paint, we work with Jotun. So we do collaborate with good brands to ensure the quality of our makeovers because, you know, makeovers is a curation of all these items, right? Can you give us an idea in terms of pricing points? For example, if I had a 1,000 square feet condominium, uh, what would be the cost of a makeover? Uh, okay, so the first thing is the big ticket items. It depends whether it's completely bare or it comes with it, right? So air conditioning and kitchen cabinets are usually the big ticket items. If the developer provides this, as a lot of them do, uh, then I think uh, there is a lot of cost savings. Uh, but let's say if it's completely bare, completely bare, I think for rental, it starts from 40 over 1,000. And for own stay, it starts from 50 over 1,000. Now, the difference is not, not just on pricing, it's because our base recommendation for these two segments starts from there. But definitely, I mean, if you can, if you're willing to, you know, uh, basically we have three, three segments, standard market, premium and luxe. So that's our collection, right? Own stay starts from premium, whereas uh, for rental, we start as standard. What is the most in terms of a customer has paid for in terms of a makeover for rental or for own stay? What is the most? Um, hundred over thousand for Monkara properties? I see. Yeah. So this is uh, like a thousand, thousand five hundred square feet? I think it's like two thousand. Two thousand square feet. I see. Again, our strategy, it always revolves around the rental rate or the property price. So it has to make, fi- it has to make financial sense then. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because, you know, there's no point investing hundred over thousand in a property that can only fetch you three thousand dollar rental, right? Because the expectations, I mean, your exceeding expectations. But if, let's say, you're talking about, oh yeah, actually the highest rental uh, we have is actually for villa, bungalow villa we did in Bangsar. Uh, we managed to rent out one, uh, the, managed to rent it out after the makeover, right? The tenant paid in advance, one year advance for 25000 per month. So that's for 100000 makeover, he got 300000 in advance on the first year tenancy. I, I thought that was an amazing case study. Yeah, that is amazing. Do you have any statistics in terms of how long the condominium or the apartment is rented out post the makeover? How long does it take to, to get a tenant? To get a tenant? On average, um, takes around, I mean, the average that we have, we do keep track, the average is around 30 days. Alright, so that's fairly quick. Right. Again, but of course, it 
depends on the area, you know, whether it's outskirt or whether it's... Uh, so some are fast, some are slow. But on average, I mean, it's like full average. And we'll be taking a short break for some messages. Don't go anywhere. BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You've tuned into The Property Show. I'm Chong Jensen. Today's topic is how to spruce up your property for rental and sale. Joining me to discuss this is Gavin Liu, founder of Makeover Guys. Gavin, what is the process when a client engages your service? Can you perhaps uh, walk us through the many steps? We have two divisions, right, when it comes to uh, B2C. So one is rental, uh, makeovers for rent, and the other part is makeovers for own state. Now, a lot of people ask, what's the difference? Actually, the product is exactly the same. The process is different. So when it comes to the process, let's say if you to engage us, you have a property for rent, we will first talk about you know, uh, comparisons of surrounding rental rates of typical pro- uh, of the same property type. Uh, we do tenant profiling. We'll tell you, okay, so based on this tenant profile, what are the expectations? Uh, do you require built-in? Do you not require built-in? You know, how 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 extensive should the the furnishings be, right? Then when you're okay with that, uh, sometimes if you require, we do a cash flow projection even. If you were to spend 40000 when can you get it back? So we do that. But when it comes to own stay, the process is totally different. When it comes to own stay, we need to understand your lifestyle. You know, are you a social person? Do you, do you spend more time in the living room or do you spend more time in the bedrooms? Do you have kids? Do you have pets? Um, so that process is really different. Now, the key difference between these two is the process where Easy Home, which is uh, our division for own stay makeovers, has two additional milestones, space planning and the other part is a part where you're involved in the furniture selection process. Do you have any statistics in terms of your customers? Which areas are, are, are they engaging in more? Is it Mount Kiara? Is it PJ? Is it KL? Is it some of the newer townships in Rawang? Um, actually, it's pretty fairly spread out. In fact, I think, I think uh, it's really not by location, but by new VP projects. It depends on when, when the VP projects. But as a general guideline, uh, when it comes to rental, most of our clients are, are, are at uh, more urban areas. Um, when it comes to own stay, it can be anywhere. So most of your clients are own primary properties, less in the secondary market. Is that a fair statement? Yes, majority primary, uh, but I would say maybe 70-30. I noticed you also have a tenant management and rental department. You did mention that you have uh, people that run cash flows and all that. Do you need a license for this and what sort of experience do your agents have? Okay, so so we work with agents, right? Uh-huh. So so basically, we're just a servicing person when it comes to, to, to the rental part of it. Ultimately, uh, we still work with agents. The agents are the ones who rent it out. But we become the liaison person. We manage the keys, we manage the, the, the viewings uh, and take that hassle from you. Then when it comes to the tenancy management, um, it's, it's really more of being the liaison person for the tenant for any maintenance issue because since we are the ones who build the home right who better to maintain the home than the person who built it so so that's that's how we feel we should be what sort of warranty are you offering your clients now uh, we have a one year warranty we have a one year warranty on 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 everything by the makeover guys right and it's not just warranty so in fact we also have an insurance coverage our partner is Zurich um, so together we created this product exclusive for us called the makeover care so makeover care is it protects your furnishings against malicious damage by tenants as long as you have a tenancy agreement valid if your tenant maliciously damaged the things everything's insured so this is how we protect your investment as well because we understand that hey, you're spending 40000 on a home that you're not going to live in right 
is for someone else. So we needed a way to protect that and and make our care is the perfect product for it. What is what are some of the chief complaints from some of your customers? I'm surely they they have to be some, right? Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> it's not always all fine and dandy, right? Things that I often hear is you know a slow response, right? But we're working on that. Uh, we're working on automation. We're we're working on better communication tools. Uh, in fact, this year we're launching a very big. Uh, app internal app called a garage that helps address all these issues other complaints sometimes it's true that after the makeover it may take a bit longer to rent out but again it depends on the location of the property I mean interiors can help definitely help but it can only help by so much it depends on the demand of that building itself and when there is a demand for that building designer for the finish ensures that you know you're on top of the pyramid right you're the first choice that they want if the price is right but if that building has very or little or no demand it's very hard to pull demand to that particular building with great interiors you can you only can do so much right so is your business only confined to residential properties what is the largest project you have done what's the largest project so okay our bread and butter is residential properties right but on and off we do have special projects um so this hit spearheaded by our chief creative officer himself herself uh we felt that special projects are very important for us to explore and learn new things to be able to implement in our residential makeovers. So, largest project, um, we did a hotel makeover before, right? We transformed a budget hotel into a boutique hotel. Uh, I was pretty proud of that as well because uh, their daily rates used to be $60 per night. You know, it was a really budget hotel. After the makeover, it uh, became a boutique hotel, $150, $160 per night. That's a three-fold increase. Right. Have you started to work with property developers as well? Yeah, so so we have three, three divisions under the makeover, guys. Uh, like I said, we have makeovers for rent, makeovers for own stay, and the third one is actually our corporate team that works with developers. So we work together with developers to package in furnishing. So because we feel that there's a better way to buy homes, right? So typically when you buy, everyone has to go through a furnishing or makeover process before they can live in. Now how can we how can we streamline this process? Can you select your interiors when you buy? And when the key is delivered, you can really move in. Um, it's like to me it, it feels like you know you're buying a car without seats and, and you're very excited once you collect your car keys right but you can't drive it away because you still need to spend time to fill it up with seats to fill it up with engines you know if that's a better way can we buy a complete home off the shelf from a developer so that's the vision we have and, and we've made it happen with quite a few developers um, Do you sense customers are perhaps taking a more cautious approach now spending a bit less are you seeing a notable slowdown in your business with the higher cost of living now and the rising inflationary pressures? Uh, yes, actually, uh, I, I'm seeing a trend that, you know, some with OPR growing up, the rising cost of living, inflation, I think people are a lot more careful with their money nowadays. I think decision-making process often around time used to be, you know, two weeks to four weeks for the mega decision. I think today we are seeing a longer, longer cycle, uh, more comparisons. But I do understand because um, OPR is going up, cost of living is going up, inflation is coming. So people are definitely a lot more careful. Are customers also downtrading to see the lower end packages instead of taking something a bit more elaborate? Um, well, compared to the options we have outside when it comes to furnishing a home, right? Uh, as we are the more affordable option. You know, how we are the affordable option to get a designer home, right? Um, because we have templates, uh, we, have, we, we purchase stocks in bulk, we have economics of skill, uh, and we pass on these cost savings to customers. Uh, but on the other hand, um, of course, there are also people who, who prefer to DIY 
why? Based on the volume of businesses that you're seeing now, how would you gauge the state of Malaysia's property market currently? Uh, I think the property market is is bouncing back. Uh, I see rental rate trends. You know, rental is coming back. Uh, uh, certain segments have already achieved, you know, even higher than, than pre-pandemic levels. But of course, there are certain segments who, who, who are still has room to catch up when it comes to rental rates. Uh, I think the property market is bouncing back. Um, one thing is that I also realized that uh, a lot of launches that was sub- a lot of property launches that were supposed to launch in 2020 and 2021 got delayed uh, which means in 2023 2024 you have less VP properties um, again supply is cut uh, I, I believe the demand is still there uh, I think these are all factors that actually will you know will bring back the property industry that's all the time we have for the property show I've been speaking to Gavin Liu founder of makeover guys. We have the 10 a.m. news bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise, BFM 89.9. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.